Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Aww, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, goalies from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rap Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Damon, and this is the podcast 100% dedicated to the best position in sports. That is, of course, the lacrosse goalie. Today, I have an awesome guest. His name is Mr. Wonderful on Instagram. And if you're like me and you follow a bunch of goalie stick stringers, you've seen a bunch of works of art, a bunch of things of beauty. But I got to say, Mr. Wonderful, a.k.a. Tommy Bruno out of Long Island, is putting out some of the best strung heads I've seen. I mean, these things are amazing. He's strung tons of the PLL guys' sticks. He has a back order that's miles long. In this conversation, we talk about a ton of awesome topics, mostly all related to stringing, how he got started, his technique, the meshes he likes, some secrets that he uses, all of that good stuff. So ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy this conversation with Tommy Bruno, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful. Before we start this conversation with Tommy, here's a quick word from our sponsor. This is my own online Lax Goalie Rat Academy. We just finished up our second virtual summit where 11 goalie pros and coaches gave awesome presentations on all aspects of how to be an elite lacrosse goalie from technique to nutrition to mental mindsets. Everything is covered in there. You get access to all of that training with your access to the Lax Goalie Rat Academy. And that's not all, ladies and gentlemen. There's tons of training videos, drills, mental mindset exercises done by myself out at the field. It's just amazing training content. And if you want the best for your lacrosse goalie, I recommend you join. You can check it out at laxgoalierat.com slash goal, laxgoalierat.com slash goal. It's just 40 bucks a month, and you get access to all the elite training I have available. Once again, laxgoalierat.com slash goal. Check it out. Now, enjoy this conversation with Tommy Bruno, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful. Well, cool. I'm here with uh, Tommy Bruno. You might know him as as Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Wonderful on Instagram. Tommy, how are we doing? How are we, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. How are we doing? Yeah, oh, I'm doing doing so well. Any any time we can uh, chat lacrosse for an hour is is a great time. So I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, I first discovered you on Instagram uh, for some of the beautiful lacrosse heads that you're stringing up, and I got to say best in the industry right now some of the some of the products that you're putting together uh, are just absolutely just gorgeous so congratulations on all that um Thank you. yeah i'd love to hear kind of your story um you know uh where'd you grow up did you when did you start playing were you a goalie all, all that good stuff yeah yeah so i'm a long island guy uh long island thoroughbred uh i had two older brothers they started playing early middle school so uh they're like seven and nine years older than me. So naturally I got the stick thrown in my hand at a real young age, you know, they needed someone to shoot on. Right. So, uh, yeah. they threw me in the cage, gave me a goalie stick. And that was kind of it. My oldest brother actually played goalie. Um, he played uh, division one ball at, uh, Albany and Stony Brook, but, um, 
you know, it was pretty cool. I watched him kind of do it all through high school. Um, we both went to MacArthur High School. All three of us played at MacArthur High School. Three sport guys, but um, lacrosse was definitely the main one. But uh, I watched him do it. He was really good at it. Just kind of wanted to be like him. And also, uh, Scotty Rogers took over right after my brother. So he was a big mentor kind of growing up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, always kind of showing us young guys the ropes. And uh, I actually was a freshman the year he uh, graduated and went to Notre Dame. So I kind of got to kind of step into a spot where I got a little experience. I was playing alongside another guy. He was a junior. His name was Jake Goodelman. He actually wound up playing at uh, Providence, another really good netminder. MacArthur has a pretty good history of having good goalies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that was cool. But you know what? The whole time I was always stringing my own stuff and stringing a lot of guys on the, uh, on the team stuff. So, um, I never wanted anyone else to string my stuff. Um, and I guess you just kind of learn. Everyone always kind of asks, how'd you do this? And it's yeah. just like anything else. I mean, no secret to success except for repetition reps. And, you know, you just keep doing it. You keep practicing, trying new things. So, yeah, but there had to be someone that showed you like, all right, this is how you string the top string and this is the idea or, or was it purely? Um, no, you know what? Yeah, I got to give that to my, my oldest brother, Bob, too. So he was the goalie. Okay. He strung all his own stuff, too. So one day I was probably like when I was really getting serious with it, like two, three years and still young. And he surprised me with a, like my brand new setup. He was, I think, going to Stony Brook at the time. And he came home with like one of his backups that he had. They give you a bunch of sticks and. He gave me one of the old school titanium fat boy shafts, uh, full length, you know, back before they started cutting them down really as much. Um, Eclipse, STX Eclipse, strung up with the uh, with the um, 17 diamond open sidewall. So it was like, you know, back then mesh isn't really where it's at right now. So, I mean, I mean, kids now are spoiled. Mesh is light years ahead of where it was when I was growing up playing. Uh, mesh used to be hard as a brick. You needed to do everything from like shaving cream to lotion just to break it in, stretch it out mm-hmm. over time. But now it's a little less arduous of a process. I mean, I have a few methods that I use, but I don't know if I could disclose those, you know, <laughs> on here. But right, well, uh, hopefully, we'll, hopefully, hopefully, we'll butter you up. We'll get we'll get at least one. Yeah. Or two all right. Tips okay. All we'll right, see. Still, we'll see how still, it goes. I remember. Um, <clears throat> I, I played uh, at Cal in 2003. I graduated, and that setup that you just mentioned is exactly what I had: the STX Eclipse with the open sidewall. And when you would get that, you know, freshly strung, I didn't string my own sticks; stick someone else did. And when you'd get that, it would be like a tennis racket, you know, oh, like you'd yeah. go to make a save, and that ball would just boom, shoot right out of there. Um, and so, like you said, you had to like, I mean, pound it, pound it, pound it, shaving cream to soften it up. Uh, and then just take a bunch of shots. What what do you see as kind of the differences in mesh technology these days? Um, well, I mean, it's obviously it's not as hard as it was anymore. It's not as rough. But yeah, I mean, oof, man, you just have to really break those things in. And sometimes they didn't even break in right. They lipped out, they bagged mm-hmm. out in certain areas. But yeah, mesh now is light years ahead of the game. Um, if you would have showed me like you know, East Coast Dyes Mesh or the Mesh Dynasty or even String King, Throne. I mean, all these guys, ton of guys. It definitely breaks in a little faster. Some of these meshes have like an elasticity for them where it's like, hey, I mean, if you grew up playing with the mesh I have, I mean, you put your hand right into it, like, oh, that's for rebound control right away. Um, There's a lot of innovative stuff even going into the meshes. And I understand a lot of it is, you know, sometimes, hey, let's see if this works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. But I mean, for the most part, I think, uh, you know, all the top guys in the industry, like the ones I just mentioned, they're putting out, you know, amazing products, both hard and soft, you know, benefits of both. Yeah. You've had so much experience working with all those different meshes. Uh, do you have like a personal preference or maybe like a top three or, or are they all, they all kind of bring was, something to the table? 
Yeah. All right. That's a great question. So yeah, they are, they, they do, uh, they do have their differences, pros, cons and stuff. I'd say top three, the mesh dynasty puts out a lot of really good product out there. Their 12 diamond is awesome. I think that really breaks in the best. Um, they have some good 14 diamond stuff, but, uh, East coast dies is probably going to be the most similar. They put out a really good, uh, you know, mesh with the hero with the 12 day big fan mm-hmm. of that. I kind of, those guys would put out a 17 diamond actually. I wish they would take what they have in like the Hero 3.0 and just 17 diamond or even 20 diamond, you know, for the real OGs that have been playing for a while. You remember <laughs> the 20, 20 diamond, right? Yeah. It was yeah. almost like it was almost like hard to get your hands on back in the day. And if you got it, it was like, oh, is it a good piece or is it a brick? You know, when you got your hands on one of those, it was like, oh man, it's a good piece, 20 diamond. And that stuff was great. You could bag it out. It always had a good channel. Those extra three diamonds made a big difference. But uh Damn. yeah, I'd say again, yeah, just circling back, String King puts out awesome product. I mean. The Grizzly 2X and 2S now, it, I mean, it breaks in fast, okay? Which is, mm-hmm. it's just something to know beforehand because it's like, you know, you definitely want to fully break that in as much as you can game ready because it, it breaks in fast. Sometimes that channel switches up. I mean, I know I've definitely had problems with it in the past. No one's perfect, but, you know, you do what you can. You keep tweaking some patterns, you know? Yeah. Is there, you string a lot of heads for, for you know, the best goalies in the game. Um is there, but you know, there's, there's kids who are listening to this, who are just getting started. Is there a difference you recommend in mesh versus the two levels or all the same? No, it just, it's going to come down to pattern. Definitely. That's a good question. No, I mean, but yeah, it's going to come down to the, the tension in certain spots, how much you bag out the pocket. Um, you know, some guys, you know, more advanced, they want a much uh, more defined channel. They want more rebound control. Um, mm-hmm. the channel is really appealing, you know, for a lot of reasons, a lot, a lot of guys have been playing, um, I always advise if you're a younger guy, man, not too much rip on there. Um, good pocket because what I feel like a lot of young guys and I feel like a lot of goalies in general are shafted out of is a proper string job. Okay. It's like um, they're almost like second class, uh, second class players when it comes to that. It's like, it's really tough to find a guy. And that's really why I got into this, you know, it's because when I was running the store out there, I could see everyone was coming in with a, with a stick that I was like, wow. I was like, it was even rough, even some places on the island to find a good string job. You guys are just suffering out here. So um, that yeah. was kind of cool. And I saw how much it really changed games. I used to give lessons out there all the time. And it's like um, the difference, the, the difference the game makes. I and mean, if you think about it, the ball really only touches one thing the whole time. It's the mesh. You know, I mean, you could have the best shaft in the world, bed head. But if you don't have a good string job, something that's responsive, you know, if you're throwing the ball and it's going into the dirt, it's, you know, you're going you're gonna to hate the sport right away, let alone the position. And you're getting balls thrown at you. But it's like, hey, man, you're zipping that ball around, good outlets. You know, you're not rebounding the ball over the place and you're making clean saves. Like, okay, this kind of is pretty cool. I'm pretty good at this, you know? But, I mean, if you've been on responsive stick just to start out with, I mean, you're, you know, you're starting already behind the eight ball. Yep. Yep. Um, And you were saying out there, you, you, before we hit record, you were telling me how you, you were out in LA running a store and doing some coaching. Um, That's kind of what you were referring to, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was running a little cross unlimited out there. I was fortunate enough for those guys to give me a, Pretty cool position out there, running the place for three years. Um, some of the best times of my life, one of the coolest jobs I had. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much where I honed my skill in there. I mean, yeah, of, of course, like, you know, you string as many people sticks as you can on as many teams as you can, all the travel teams, high school teams, as college. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you're in there, you're stringing to sometimes three to ten heads a day. I mean, you hone your craft pretty pretty fast, you know. And you want to have yeah. repeat customers, you know, and, Word of mouth gets around quick. You don't want to be like, oh, this guy sucks at stringing heads. You know, you want to make sure everything you put out you know, has your name on it. You want to make sure that, you know, whether it's going to a division one guy or a pro guy or a guy who's just starting out, you know, you want to make sure that that's, uh, that's as best as you can do it. For sure. 
I love it. Yeah. So for kids who don't know like the importance of the channel, could you explain like why it is important? Yeah. So of course the channel is going to really help out with, uh, so a lot of sticks, I mean, it's like if you take a factory stick, for example, you take it off the shelf, that's going to be, you know, it's going to look like a, like a, like a soup bowl, you know, it's going to have no channel to it. So the ball's going to be rolling around in there a lot. You're not going to get like uh, the ball's not going to be really sitting in a nice one area, like the sweet spot of the stick, I used to call it. But um, yep. when you're cradling around, you know, you don't want the ball rolling around. So the channel's going to do that for you. Um, it's, you know, it's also going to help, you know, just center the ball coming out of the stick. If you just think about it, but um, rebound control, I think is huge for it. A lot of guys, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big, um, I'm a big fan of this using the V's in there. Uh, and Cannon yeah. will say it in one of his interviews. It's, it helps with the rebound control. Sometimes the V's kind of, as the ball comes in, I mean, it's, if you watch a ball, you know, fully into a goalie's pocket, it's, it's almost weird looking how much the pocket stretches, but sometimes it hugs those V's. But if you string a pocket properly, sometimes you could put the channel into it right away. And you'll see, if you look at my page, pretty much 99% of the pockets are going to have a pretty good channel in there. If guys request oh. that they want tighter, you know, you can do it tighter, whatever. But um, tons of different patterns you could use. But, yeah, it's going to help out with rebound control, accuracy on your passes, and, you know, just all around handling the ball. Yeah, love it. Perfect. 100% agree. Uh, yeah, your channels are clean, my man. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Um, yeah, going back to that V's comment, there's this one clip of Ken Cannon making, like, a, a save. It's a slow-mo save. I know exactly save. what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly and, like, the ball, like, if you watch the ball, it hits him in the pocket, and it, like, travels up the mesh, and then mm -hmm. you can literally see the V like grip it and kind of yep. like it, it comes out, but like right in front of him, he can just grab that rebound. So I'm, I have this stick right here. It has two, two, um, two straight across. But uh, if I was going to get a new stick, I strung up, I would definitely go with the V's. And it sounds like that's what you recommend too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Listen, if you, if you're some guys just, just, Hey, like one straight, some guys like just one nylon, some guys like, I think Scanone, I don't even think plays with any shooters in his ghost, stick, ghost pocket. They call it. Or yeah. Ghost. Yeah. That's right, man. Hey, I used to be a big fan of the no shooter. I used to be able, I used to like that and stuff. If you string it properly, you'll see after a few warmups, the channel is pretty naturally defined, but yeah. you know what? It bags out over time. You know, you have to string a stick really good to have no shooters. So yeah. Um, but yeah, listen, if you want two straights across, you definitely probably want to look for a tighter channel. But if not, you know, also same principle, tighter channel would it be if you string it the right way. Um, it's not going to really affect it that much. But yeah, exactly. Like you said, I know the exact clip you're talking about. Oh, yeah. 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 I know the exact one you're talking about. That's the one I was referring to, actually. For sure. Yeah. Um, what is the if you could share like maybe just the high level theory of of stringing ahead, right? Like across the top is pretty much the same every time. Like we want it you want the mesh to be sitting like flat. So you've got a nice clean, clean release and it doesn't click off the top of the plastic. But what about like the sides? I've heard, I'm not a great strict stick stringer at all, but I've kind of heard a theory that like at the top, you kind of want it like really tight in the middle, not so much. And then at the bottom part of the sidewall, like tight as well. And that is what produces the channel. My writers is stuff you would add there. There you go. First of all, who's showing that one for you? This is this is a factory. This is a factory. Oh, all right. Well, I know a guy. If you need something done, if you need a proper uh, string up, I, uh, I know a guy. Well, I know a guy too. It's you. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. I mean, it, it didn't look actually half bad. It looks like you probably put a lot of breaking into that. This is this is actually a very well done factory stick stringing. I did a I did a Not video bad. on my YouTube of like opening it up, and I was very pleasantly surprised. So oh, I recommend. Perfect. I usually recommend that goalies do not get the factory stringing because um, it's just it's pretty poor most times this is a good one nice nice you got lucky yeah. man that's cool yeah so i'm sorry what'd you say I'm, yeah, the I'll, theory I'll, I'll, yeah, the theory the theory of stringing heads and getting a good pocket yeah 
Yeah. So tension is definitely as far as what you want to do as what, you know, not what's, you know, what you want to do as far as that across the top, that's all preference and stuff. There are actually some guys that love for it to click. I mean, Charlie Cipriano, I know he loves that whenever he hits me up to get his sticks done, he like yeah. almost prefers it to click. I mean, I have to make sure like I break that thing in real good game ready. I have to like mm. throw it a bunch of times. Cause you know, sometimes to get that click, you either have to string it a certain way, which allows for more of a bag, which I'm not really a huge you know, fan of because then everything kind of changes, you know, tensions here, tensions there. So, I mean, the only way to really get that good click is to string it kind of like a certain way and you kind of got to hope it breaks in a certain way. And listen, that's that's as far as what I think. Otherwise, you know, you yeah. can string it for the click. But yeah, from from what how I like it, I like it nice and tight across the top. I like tension. The stick will always break in. It allows for a nice smooth release. You could still put whip on it and still have it, you know, have it throw however you want, dictating with the shooters. But um, yeah, going down the side, tension too, in the right spots. You want to be able to create the channel without making... You know, if you do the top too tight, then the ball, you'll never really feel it come out. You do want to feel yeah. it come out to a certain degree. So if it's Absolutely. too tight, yeah, so there is a certain, you know, there's a happy medium up there. Um, and that kind of just all starts, you know, which holes you choose to go in, where you choose to bag it out. Um, yeah, it all comes down to pattern. But, yeah, you want to find that happy medium. Yep. Yeah. Um, what about... What about, like, the the bottom piece here? Because, I like, I know a lot of... A lot of uh, stringers have you know we're like at the very bottom of the mesh by the ball stop i know a lot of stringers have like a unique setup right there to um reduce rebounds do you do anything like that or what's what's your approach yeah yeah so after years and everything i used to use sidewall for a long time because it held up a little bit better than your you know just your regular shooting string yeah then you kind of saw as you wanted to kind of bag it out you know i you know playing in college you know you're seeing hot you know big fast shots so you start bagging that thing out a little more in college and stuff maybe you know uh, higher level high school ball but uh you know you don't want to leave that that you know that uh that circle at the bottom too big so over time you start throwing the x in and stuff but sometimes that like, the mesh used to unravel for me and different things used to happen and um just so many blowouts over the years and um i just kind of went with sidewall and then as i was you know stringing sticks at uh out west i kind of noticed you know a lot of goalies coming in with the bottom blown out and stuff but the sidewall has a little less give than the cotton. And, you know, you talk to any goalie, they're the super, most superstitious guy on the field. Some guys don't even put tape on their sticks because they want it to be as light as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, you want to have every advantage you can. So, yeah, so I love putting the shooter in now, but I kind of like to double up on a certain way. So a lot of guys will do that kind of cross for the X and stuff, yeah. you know, stop the ball yeah. to go through. I kind of have it where I, I go through once and I loop back into another uh, pattern through the same holes. And I form that X on the bottom, but you still have kind of like doubled up, like a double reinforcement. Last thing nice. you want, you know, thing happening is blowing out. So, um, yeah, there are guys that, you know what, as good as they are, as you know, and I, I encourage every kid to learn how to string their sticks because there's going to be a day. Maybe you don't have someone or you get to college and you don't have someone, but always fiddle around with the stick, always experiment, you know, because there's different preferences down there. Because if something does blow out, you know, you at least want to know how to be a little bit of a stick doctor when that stuff happens. Yeah, that's what I recommend to all goalies as well. Is even if you're not like a stick ninja and can string up like Mr. Wonderful style sticks, like know how to make adjustments. Because if all of a sudden like it rains and you, your stick's throwing low and you're like, crap, what do I do? Just throw a little higher? No, like just make a quick adjustment to the shooters and you know, you're all set. So, um, what, what other adjustments can people make? Like, let's say I'm playing and, and like my stick bags out, right? And it's got like this huge deep pocket and I don't want that. Like, how would you go about fixing that? 
Right. So that right there, I mean, that's almost sometimes it's as easy as just proper stick maintenance. Okay. So man, even the kids I used to coach out in California, I watched the way they treat their sticks afterwards, throwing them in the back of the trunk. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I'd be like, dude, I'm like, that's your, that's your baby right there. That's, that's, that's your meal ticket every day, six days a week. You're going to treat that like a piece of junk. I was like, you're putting that in. I mean, let alone just the warping on the head mesh, especially goalie mesh. It's a lot of surface area to it. The bends, the crinkles and stuff. Like, I mean, after I'm done, oh, this is just something I strung up for a guy right here, right here. But like, after I'm done, like done with using the pocket, and even when I ship the stick out, I reverse pound it right here. So you keep mm -hmm. the channel and the stick and then I'll stuff like a, like some like paper towel or stuff in there. So when it goes in, it goes like that right there. You keep the channel. But man, I mean, when you're when you're done using your sticks, I mean, don't even put them head down, you know, put them head up, reverse the pocket, put the channel back in. And I'll tell you, you'll know this too. When we used to play in a rainy day, we almost couldn't wait as long as it didn't touch the mud because you got your pocket fully broken in. So you could go yep. home and you could kind of shape it the way you want. And the next day it would be hard as hell, but you'd have your fully broken in pocket and everything. So listen, yeah, yeah it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, especially if you have all your tension loose in your sidewalls and you go out and play in the rain and your pocket totally bags out. Yeah, you're gonna put some stick maintenance into that. But yeah. uh, if that stuff does happen, yeah, you gotta you know retight, retighten it. If it wasn't strung properly to begin with, then yeah, you're probably gonna have tension issues. But I mean, I have, I try to account for that. So yeah, my biggest thing is tension. I do a lot. I'm big on tension. So like when I put a stick out, even if it's performing in the rain, whatever conditions it may be. I could pretty much put my staple on. If anything doesn't rip, you'll never need to do any stick maintenance to it. And like till this day, knock on wood, been doing this for just, just with Mr. Wonderful for about two years. I've yeah. never had anyone inbox me back or say this or the other thing. I mean, obviously things have blown out, things like that, but um, never any like, oh, this wasn't good. Or this wasn't, uh, you know, this wasn't right here. But um, yeah, great. if you want to fix great, that man. stuff, yeah, always, yeah, always kind of just, be semi-savvy, be semi, you know, semi-savvy uh, with stringing the stick, fixing the bottom string. I, I put it out so it's very easy. When the pocket goes into your hands, if something does go wrong like that, it's usually just kind of playing with the bottom string. 99% of the goalie stick um, should be done, you know, and a lot of the pocket can be dictated with just that bottom string if you string wow. it the right way. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't have to be fixing shooters all the time or, hey, I have to tighten this sidewall. It should be ready to go, game ready. And the only thing you should really ever have to play with if you want pocket bigger, as like I was talking about before, is that bottom string, just bagging it out kind of the way you want. Love it. One of the things that these companies like STX and, and, and Warrior String King have really done a nice job of is giving stringers like you tons of options. Like you. I'm here. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you're here. You're here. My recording style. Okay, we're back. We're back. Uh, I was talking about one of the things the, the, the companies have done a really nice job of is giving stringers like you options. Like you look at the STX Eclipse OG, the original, and there's probably like half the sidewalls, like there's, you know, half the bottom holes here. Um, I'm curious, like your thoughts on that and, and what is your, you know, what, what, what heads do you like stringing the best? Yeah, well, first of all, shout out to SDX. Thank you for, you know, just taking it a shade under two decades. Now I'm playing with you. I'm sorry, SDX. <laughs> Listen, guys, man, when, the ST, when the SDX Eclipse 2 came out, I was through the roof. You know, me and you obviously grew up playing with the SDX, uh, the one. And it was, you know, for me growing up, it was the best. I fluctuated a little bit between that and the Warrior Nemesis, but I loved playing yeah. with the SDX. And it was like the only downfall was sometimes that it was like uh, – you know, not enough holes in there. And sometimes the top would get a little bit flimsy, but yeah, they fixed that right up. They made the top, obviously they reinforced that, but yeah, the more holes, man, that was awesome. Cause you're always skipping diamonds somewhere. And if you wanted to use certain measures, it was always harder, but 
Yeah, given the option to kind of dictate that, the biggest thing for me with that was being able to add a little more structural integrity to the pocket, like if you may, you know? Sometimes the more holes you're stringing in there, obviously sometimes you think you're sacrificing on that rebound control, but again, if you do it the right way, it's not. But that's going to give you that more kind of consistency as the ball's rolling through that pocket, a little less kind of tug here, tug there. Everything's really mm -hmm. nice. I, I like to use, as I mean, I skip a few here and there, but uh, I like to use kind of as many of those holes as I can. I think it provides for a nice consistency throughout the pocket. You know, it's like um, it's like if you were, you know, putting up a stud, if you're going to put, you know, a nail every uh, three feet instead of every foot and a half, you know, you got you right. know, a little reinforcement in there. Yeah. When you said, what was the term you just used? Like the structural consistency or something like that. That's yeah, just like yeah. keeping, keeping the form of the That's pocket. That's the home remodeler in me. I'm sorry. There, there it is. There it is. But uh, yeah, you know, a oh, little bit more, a uh, little bit, listen, a little bit less uh, every knot, obviously, a little more, you know, st structural integrity, if you may. So each diamond kind of yeah. has its own in between those things, you know, has its own little piece of sidewall instead of maybe running two diamonds uh, in between one longer thread of string. I think it's just a little less pull on that. I mean, listen, we're goalies. We're going to see probably, probably 40 to 60 shots just in a warm up. Okay. And that's just practice, you know. Yeah. Not to mention you're seeing that before every practice, every game. I mean, if you're playing in the college level, you're seeing anywhere between 100 to sometimes two, 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 200, 300 shots a day, especially for the starter. Yeah. In there, you know? yeah. So it's constant cool. wear and tear on the pocket. So you want to give it as much as it can. Yeah. Is there, um, is there a, a head that you like to string the best that's kind of set up the, the best to string or a top three or, or are they all pretty much these days on, on par with, with each other? So I definitely, like I said before, and obviously generationally, it's gotten a lot easier with the more holes, the, uh, the SDX, yeah. too, I see a lot of those. So that's not when I see those, you know, I know I'm going to be able to get through that pretty quick. And at the end of the day, yep. you want to be as efficient as possible. I could usually get through some of those in sometimes 25, 30 minutes. So uh, the warrior nemesis too, especially, especially with the, you know, the third generation of it, a lot more holes, a lot easier to get through. You know, there's only a couple patterns that I'll use with those two or three patterns, sometimes four patterns on those. Um, the other heads, um, I know Under Armour is starting to put out. So I just, for the first time, I can't believe it. I don't get, believe it or not, I don't get, um, maybe some of you guys can help me out with this. If any of the big names are listening out there, I don't get a ton of heads. A lot of the guys sometimes don't send me the exclusive stuff. Like I got buttons yeah. or, you know, just from being in this, being in the industry for so long, man, they get sent products all the time. So I just, for the first time, saw Nike's new head. Somebody sent yeah. me Nike head. I really, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, how was it? Really, I loved it, actually. I thought it was actually a really, really cool head. Pretty user-friendly to string, too. A lot of holes. So that's actually, even though I've just done one of them, that's definitely up there. It's going to be up there with the Mark 2G. Uh, you see that a lot more now. But yeah. um, top two, I'm going to go Warrior and, um, you know, the Warrior um, the Warrior uh, Nemesis 3, sorry, and SCX Eclipse 2. Those are yeah. going to be my top choices. And then, uh, you know, the Mark 2G and then the... Um, the other one, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I was just saying. Um, uh, Under so, Armour. Under yeah, Armour, Nike. Yeah, yeah. Under yeah. Armour and Nike, yeah, sorry. Yeah. A million ways to do it. There's no wrong answer these days. Every, everyone's no, a little product. I love it. What about, um, oh, man, I'm, I'm, the name escapes me, but it is, uh, it is like the most unique shaped goalie head that I have ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah, it's Deep South. Yeah, the Deep South. Deep South. Deep, deep South, thank you, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm doing, I'm currently doing a free giveaway for that. So as soon as I hit 6K, 6K followers, I'm going to give yeah. that out free giveaway for them. So uh, yeah, they were nice enough to, I reached out. They were nice enough to send me a product. 
the thing is what with me when i get the free stuff i don't look to sell it really i like to just give it away for yeah. free give right. it back to the guys you know there's always a kid out there that needs a head so um so yeah they have a pretty pretty unique uh product so it's really gonna it's big emphasis on st- uh durability big emphasis mm-hmm. on not bending not warping um it is a little bit heavier it is a little bit weird shaped, all right? It actually does cover a lot of the same surface area as a normal head. It does, uh, you know, obviously veer in a little tighter. Um, I thought it would be cool that goalies would love to run it up and down the field. I mean, I played with guys like uh, Robbie Belairs who went to uh, Hofstra. Um, we used to kind of love being active outside of the crease. I mean, he used to run up and down the field and score goals like every other game. Like I did it a couple of times, but I love yeah. playing outside the crease. You know, you're, you're kind of like a lacrosse rat when you're a goalie, you're always playing around with the stick and you got good stick skills and whatnot. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that was kind of cool. I forgot to kind of drifted away on that one, but, uh, no, the deep South head. I was just curious. Yeah. The deep it's, South. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. so it's it kind of like shaped like an attack head, but then just bigger, you know, yeah, like that's kind of the concept. Cool kind of, yeah, I thought it would be kind of cool for goalies who love running up and down the field. You need definitely put a tighter channel in that one. Um okay. definitely put a lot of hold in that one. I mean, the one I strung up the channel is like uh it's crazy, you know. I mean, the ball is definitely staying in there, it's definitely a sweet spot in there, but it is a little nice. heavier, but it's definitely by far one of the sturdiest goalie heads I've ever come across. That's bar none. Definitely is very sturdy. Nice. Um, so then recently, I mean, you basically strung up goalie heads for, I'm not, I don't know if it's all of the PLL, but let's say it's, it's the majority of the PLL. I'm curious how, how you got, uh, those contacts. Uh, well, believe it or not, I grew up playing with a couple of the guys, but, um, a lot of them, I even grew up watching play Scotty. I was lucky enough to kind of know Scotty. I reached out to Scotty. I said, uh, I said, Hey, can I string your stick? But then I pretty much just got in my head. I, uh, I inboxed every single goalie. <laughs> I inboxed every single pro. And I said, Hey, listen, I'll take care of you. Just send me the freaking head, no charge. And, uh, you know, I'd love to be of service. And I had a couple guys like Ken Cannon, uh, Charlie reached out, uh, Gunnar mm-hmm. Walt reached out. Um, uh, a few other guys reached out. Yeah. I did a bunch of them. You did DeLuca's head, right? Matt DeLuca. DeLuca's, yeah. DeLuca's, yep. Charlie's, um, Scotty's, Ken Cannon's. Uh, Gunners, maybe one or two other guys haven't broken into the MLL. I tried, uh, I tried reaching out to a bunch of those guys too, but Hey, you know, I'm going to do the same thing before this season. I'm going to try to, you know, get my name out there as much as I can. For sure. Yeah. Well, after this podcast drops, don't be surprised if, you know, (laughs) hopefully brother, hopefully business is pretty good. That's the dream. uh, That's the dream. Well, that's, that's awesome. Good on you for doing that. I mean, that's kind of just a lesson in online business of like providing service and being and hustle, hustling hustle. hustle, you know, like sometimes you just got to drop the ego and just, and just put in the work. And, and that's oh, awesome that you did that. So, yeah. and then, and then once you start doing that, you know, like you, you get, you build up the reputation and then now, I mean, I imagine you probably have more orders than, than you can fulfill or how, how you, how you hold so that I, business. I got, I got to give a shout out to my, my guys, my followers, the guys who trust me. Good on you guys for always reaching out a little early. Um, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's getting, it, there's a lot, there's a lot coming right now. Um, yeah. I've gotten sometimes 10 to 12 in a day and I try to tell my guys that I'll have it back to them in sometimes two to three days, but uh, I'm going to have to start updating that as of this week, just as of a couple of weeks ago, it's really, really uh, last month. It really just started blowing up and, I had taken this new remodeling sales consultant job and it's pretty, pretty heavy training right now. We're just kind of finishing it up um, from some different products. So this, my schedule has been a little tighter, but just, you know, at the same time, business kind of really took off too. 
So uh, I just kind of try to time management. Like I said, there are certain heads that I can yeah. kind of rip through in like 25, 30 minutes. And I kind of just try to line up, you know, three, four, sometimes five. If I'm lucky, six a night, uh, you know, I'll throw on the episode of The Mandalorian and just kind of get going. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll sit there and I'll just try to rip through them. And I have my break in process and I'll try to get as many done and then I'll break them in all at once. And luckily, you know, 99% of them don't need further tweaking after that. And then, uh, Hey, I'm big on the photo game too. You know, I love to wait until the morning after when it's fully broken in, you know, uh, to me, it's like, if you're going to invest all that time and effort into putting all your TLC into, uh, something that you're going to stamp your name on and someone's going to go out there and play with and really, you know, trust and use every day, you know, you want to put as much, t you know, as much care obviously into that, but Hey, uh, why do all that work? And obviously not show what you've done. I mean, it's just kind of yeah. bad business. If you think about it, you know, it's uh, it's free advertising. Um, and it gives people kind of a, it gives yourself a platform, obviously to look you know, for people to see. And I try to do, I try to do everyone's stick that I can, you know, if I'm lucky enough to earn your business, I mean, first of all, that's great. Thank you very much. But uh, hey, listen, everyone loves a good shout out. I try to do everyone. I try to, I, I, I said from the beginning, yeah. whoever I get, man, thank you. You know, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the uh, trust. And I'm going to do what I can to put you out there. A lot of these guys, um, uh, big time college recruits, you know, trying to get their name out there. And it's just a little extra for them too. I mean, I, I do a ton of college guys too. I mean, forget the pros. I do a ton of D1, D2, D3 guys, big name yeah. high school kids that their whole life sometimes is just getting their name out there. And uh, we've got we've got a pretty good following right now from Mr. Wonderful, and got a large coach following too. And who knows who's going to see that for those kids? So, love it, love it. Uh, you mentioned having like a, a stick break in process. I, did we talk about that? I don't think we did. Or if we did, maybe you can just kind of like, yeah, reiterate what, what's your stick breaking in process. So, I'll give you a little bit. I'll keep a little bit, but I'll tell okay. you right now. I do have a, I do have a few secret methods, but, um, one of them is definitely this. I see a lot of the string and world, especially field sticks. Guys love to throw the mesh in there. Not, you know, not stretched out, not broken. And I get it when you pound it in the right way, you get your pocket to me. I always kind of thought traditionally, even if you're an offensive guy, just catching the ball, going through line drills, that ball has hit that stick going 40 to 50, sometimes 60 mile per hour. If it's an on, a, on the road pass, you know, like 20 to 30, 40, 50 times, you know, just in line drills, then you play a full practice. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of balls going in and out of there a lot. So mm -hmm. to think that it's only really affecting one spot, you know, Hey, I really think it's the pattern you use. Okay. If the stick breaks in the right way, you will see, you know, how the kind of the pocket, the channel 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 generates itself. But um, yeah, there are methods to doing that. So just kind of circling back to that. I'm kind of a firm believer in, you know, breaking in the mesh. And I got started on this. I kind of wanted to give you my full attention. But right here, this is STX memory mesh right here. This is yeah. uh, the brine eraser. But I like to kind of really, I like to give my mesh kind of like a good stretch out before I string it and stuff. Um, it's a little mm -hmm. easier to string up. It's a little more friendly. And if you're stringing long enough, you'll learn that not every piece of mesh is created equal sometimes. It may be the same type of mesh, but hey, listen, Nine out of every 10, you know, uh, of any given mesh of any given brand um, will sometimes be a little tighter. And you notice like, oh, wow, this is not stretching out like the other nine pieces where I kind of maybe got to tweak this pattern a little bit. So um, I believe in kind of breaking that in. I think you save yourself a lot of trouble. I used to kind of believe in, hey, uh, no good goalie stick is strung up only one time. You got to go string it up. This is when I was in high school, when I was kind of just starting out. 
you got to go out there. You, I mean, you got to strain it. You got to go out there, warm up. You got to see how it bags out. And you got to go take it back home and retweak it. And it used to suck. But after time, I kind of learned, to, you know, the right way to do it, the right tension. Obviously, the more holes in the sticks, I think, played big into that. But uh, I believe in stretching it out. I kind of believe in breaking it in a little bit as you go. Um, yeah. That's just me. I hope no field stick guys are going to be in my inbox right now attacking me. So I'm, I'm a novice at strain sticks. I don't do it nah. to as many field sticks. I give it a good stretch. And then I, you know, field sticks. Um, I know 99% of the sticks I do are goalie sticks, but Hey, I've been straining field sticks just as long, you know? So if any of you guys want to send me sticks mm. out there, feel free. Um, it just so happens I built a pretty strong goalie stick fo- uh, goalie following, but yeah, yeah I like to yeah, break it in sure. a little as I go. And then afterwards I have kind of my method of going through it. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's how I do it. I break it in like that. I try to make it as game ready as possible. When it touches your hands, it's ready. Yeah. It's ready to go on the field Smart. right away. Yeah. Smart. And that's so, it's so, um, we, we touched on this at the beginning of our conversation. It's so important. Like if you have like a stick that sucks, uh, you're just not going to have fun. If you have a stick that's just throwing dime outlets and doesn't give up many rebounds, and there's a lot of, don't get me wrong, like there's a lot of technique that goes into not giving up rebounds too. So don't blame it on the stick, but the stick is the, you know, the pocket that you have in there is important um, as well. If you have a great, a great stick, like you just have a much better experience and enjoy the sport and be better. So invest, invest in a stick strung up by, by Tommy. That's basically what, I'm, <laughs> that's basically what I'm saying. Uh, do you dye the heads too? So I used to do it a little bit. I'm not a pro yeah. dyer. Uh, every kid obviously grew up, you know, ruining their mom's laundry uh, bins and stuff. Lego <laughs> bins. Um, the countless things that I used to ruin my friends trying to think that we were Greg from East Coast dyes doing all types of things. It's pretty funny. So yeah, yeah, we used to, I mean, I could dye pretty well, mostly just kind of basic stuff. Um, uh, fades, um, solid dyes and stuff like that. But I will be totally honest with you as kind of business took off, uh, you, you stick to what you're good at. You know, you could spend all your time, uh, you know, trying to be the best at all things, but if you double down on your strengths, which is kind of where I went with the goalie heads, uh, yeah. you could be a lot more efficient in uh, doing that. So I, I don't do, I, I don't do dying right now. I've actually moved into a new place. I got roommates now. So that's the last thing I want to do is having a catastrophe. Here. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I stray away. I stray away from the dying. It's it's much more convenient. It's much more efficient and easier uh, monetarily for me to stick just to streaming services. Cool. Go to the I'll go uh, to Wraith Lacrosse or Dandy Dyes or Hershey Dyes. Shout out to all those guys, man. They do a freaking awesome job at dying heads. Lacrosse Unlimited. They do pretty good jobs. But those other three guys are really good at their custom works and stuff. They do a really good job. Awesome. Love it. Um, have you done any like? tutorials have you ever done any tutorials on how to string i get asked all the time um listen i'm not even it's it's gonna sound terrible to say i'm uh, i'm not even on sideline swap i probably should be although i don't really have a lot of hardware everything is kind of sent in um i have everyone mail their head in naked or whatever and i just kind of i I dress it up yeah but uh even like the the meshed market and stuff like that those guys just got on the scene they're big promoters and everything but um uh, I'm sorry. Just uh, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Question was if you put out tutorials, because I mean tutorials, right? Yeah, sorry. So yeah. Tutorials, no, I get asked all the time. I'm not on any other platform but Instagram. Yeah, not okay. on any other platform but Instagram. I get asked all the time, and really, it comes down to just the time of the day, man. I wish I had yeah. more hours in the day. Um, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. serious about my day job. I like to take that. You know, anything I'm doing, I'm taking pretty seriously. Um, so this, you know, as much TLC as this gets, everything else kind of gets and. You got a few hours a day sometimes to just have some fun and hang out and 
yeah, I'd love to do a tutorial. Obviously, when I started out, I was kind of like, hmm, do I really want to give away my secrets and everything? And I was like, well, I post pretty much every pattern that I do. Um, so yeah. probably do a tutorial. Well, um, I'll tell you what, if the urge ever hits you, um, hit me up because I right. that's yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I, we, we've got an audience of lacrosse goalies, like thirsty for that knowledge. I, I'm and, not going to um, lie. I kind of wanted to do something on the spot with you, but I wanted to give you my undivided attention. Guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could do that one time um, cool. in, in the future. I don't, I don't know. Just m- months down the road, just kind of string up a stick live while people watch and ask questions and stuff. That's pretty cool. cool but, yeah. So Tell me, my man, this was, this was super fun. I, I didn't realize we were going to talk for 45 minutes about just, just about stringing heads, but we did it. <laughs> we did it. You're having fun, man. When it's fun, when you're talking fun things, time flies by, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, uh, the, um, Instagram is Mr. Wonderful. It's Mr. MR underscore wand underscore Erful. Mr. Wonderful. I'll link up to yeah, that I'll when this comes you, out. I'll, I'll tell you how that kind of came about. So Ooh, yeah, like, please. Like that. So I don't know if anyone's ever seen the shark tank out there with Mr. Wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. he's one of the guys on the Shark Tank. And I just used to joke around with one of my buddies that when I came home from California, I'd be like, oh, I'll just start a stringing account. I'll call it Mr. Wonderful. Because back when we were playing, if you had a good stick and you started throwing around, I'd be like, oh, man, this thing is a wand, dude. This thing performs really well. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, hey, I'll throw the play on words and whatnot. So I don't know if anyone was ever wondering the method behind that madness. So I figured I should probably explain that one. That's good. I didn't know it came from the Shark Tank guy. I knew, obviously, you called these babies your wand, your wands. So yeah, it's a wand, that. man. So, Mr. Yeah, wonderful. It made it made sense, Mr. Wonderful. Um, cool. Um, anything else you want to leave the leave the listeners out there with, Tommy? I feel like we covered. I feel like we we covered most of it. No, man. I just want to say thank you. This is my first time kind of doing this, so thank you very much. Really cool. And uh, guys, of course, if you need a proper string job, you know you know where to call. Just inbox me on Mr. Wonderful. All right. Inbox on Mr. Wonderful and go follow as well. Cause you were at the time we record this about 54, 54, 59 followers and at 6,000, you're doing the giveaway. Yeah. 6,000. I'm going to give a free yeah. header. Yeah, okay. Talking about it. It's going to have a free piece all right. of do everything all laced up. Nice. Nice. Tommy, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Have a great night. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Tommy Bruno. Some fascinating, fascinating stuff there just to see what meshes he likes, what heads he likes stringing up, his theory on goalie heads, and just talking stringing and goalie heads for a pure hour. I didn't think we were going to get there, but we did. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Tommy Bruno. He goes by Mr. Wonderful on Instagram. As a reminder, when he reaches 6,000 followers. So I think he's at about 5,500 at the time that we recorded this podcast. When he reaches 6,000 followers, he's raffling off a Deep South CL18 goalie head, which if you haven't seen that goalie head, wow, what an interesting concept. It's kind of like the, the same shape as an attack head, just a lot larger goalie size, if you will. So when he reaches 6,000, he's given that away. Hope you enjoyed that episode. That'll do it for this week. As always, get out there, get some work in, break in a new goalie head, be well, and do well. I'm Coach Damon. Take care. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson. 